Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Howdy. JC, you're not, you're not wearing your nifty jacket, man. What's up with that? JC got this awesome jacket from GodGunsLiberty.com. And it just, it looks really, really cool. And I was hoping you'd wear it. You could get up and do your catwalk in the background and model for us. All right. <laughs> hey, I wanted to share something with everybody. Um, there is an upcoming event going on in uh, Washington, D.C., actually. And it's interesting because... Uh, I just broadcast not too long ago how I was just absolutely stunned that we don't have more women backing Amy Coney Barrett, that in a society where we're supposed to be uplifting intelligent women, uh, successful women, strong women, you know, woman power up your lift, you the whole, remember the whole NBA thing? We support women kind of thing. And now, Quite interestingly enough, we have a population of women coming against Amy Coney Barrett. And so what we have is a, uh, a rally for Amy. Women for Amy, uh, they're going to be at the Supreme Court building, Washington, D.C., tomorrow at 1030 a.m. Now, I realize that's pretty short notice, but uh, if you are in the area, Tomorrow at 10.30 a.m., meet at the Supreme Court building and give your support for Amy Coney Barrett. Pretty sure that's been going on a while. Yeah, this I just uh, got that message today, so I just thought that yeah, I would. Been, they've been having clashes for pretty much since day one. So you have the, the crazy lunatics in their handmaiden costumes yeah. going up against women who are actually out there to empower women. Right. What a ridiculous, uh, you know, that whole thing. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, jumping on the, on the Barrett bandwagon, but it is ridiculous to me that these people run around talking about how, uh, you know, the whole handmaiden kind of, of analogy. Right. And yet, how can she be in the position that they say that she's in and be as successful as she is? You can't be in a religious. Yeah, no, it's just anti-religious bigotry, anti-Christian bigotry in particular. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. So, oh, there we go. We got people in the chat room, JC. Looks like our chat rooms are a little bit weird today, but we are seeing everybody from YouTube. So that's kind of fun. Some uh, Facebook. Every once in a while. <laughs> it's popping up there. But howdy, everybody from all over the world. And we are happy to be with you in this studio today. Glad to be in the studio today. So, JC, I thought because we're doing short shows this week because we ha have a church conference going on this week and we need to be uh, at the church at the time the show is over. So 
we're doing short shows this week. I thought we'd talk a little bit about what's going on, the hysteria. And it's a, it's a partisan hysteria on what is happening in the Supreme Court. Now, you know, JC, that we have eight members in the Supreme Court right now because right. Ginsburg's not there. Right. And there's not been somebody to fill her position. So what happens then is you have the opportunity and what's happening now, you have a, a tie four and four. And until there's a replacement, I suspect that is going to be the majority of your votes. Maybe. Because mm -hmm. Roberts, you know, short of some no brainer kind of thing happening. Yeah, he's going to side with the left. He's going to side with the left. And when you have a tie, the tie goes to the lower court. The lower court. Right? And so what we have now is this whole debate going on over the uh, counting of the ballots. And we have something that looks like the, the court has sided one way and then flopped and sided another way. But if you put aside all the political partisanship, and that's what I hope to do today, you put aside all of the partisanship, you actually see what's going on. And so the first case we're going to talk about is the Supreme Court and Pennsylvania. So the first headline you see is Supreme Court declines to block Pennsylvania mail-in ballot extension. Mm -hmm. And this case is being used by the Democrats and the Republicans as get out to vote kind of stuff. It's also uh, being used as motivation to either block Amy Coney Barrett's appointment or to encourage Amy Coney Barrett's appointment. Mm -hmm. So basically what's happened, and this is the case, a Republican Party of Pennsylvania versus Bookvar. And this is what you're seeing right here, JC. This is, this is the whole opinion. It's just simply an application for stay. Mm -hmm. What that means is somebody's filed an injunction to stop a process. And in this case, the counting of the ballots beyond the election day. Okay. So what they're saying is Count, counting postmark po right. ballot. Right. So once the ballots come in, right? So the Pennsylvania, we're talking about mail-in ballots. We're not going in and casting ballots. That will have, if you cast your ballot in person, that vote will stop. Or not a, in person. Or not in person. That vote will stop on November 3rd. That's the thing. It's not about extended voting. No, 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 no. It's about it, extended it's, counting. It's, can we continue to count the vote? Or, or I should say this, not really counting, but can they receive and therefore count ballots that don't come in? on time right? right but they were put in the mail on time right which would not include in person okay so you can't Correct. say oh i didn't show up on time so you have to count my vote in person by the way this that's is only for mail-in uh what do they call the absentee yeah. and the mail-in ballots that, that's been the law in florida for as far as i could remember i mean it's the same thing as your tax return mm -hmm. get it it, get it in the mail on that day and it has to be postmarked and when they get there they count so i i 
I didn't quite, I, I felt like I must be missing something. Why is that controversial? Well, it is. Is that not the law in Pennsylvania? So they're trying to ask them to do something that's not the law. Yes, it is. They're actually the court actually sided with an extension of that time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the lower court sided for an extension of that time. Mm -hmm. And the Republicans said, no, you can't do that extension. And so I want to show you what we have up here. This is this is actually uh, I'll scroll this up at the top so you can see it from the beginning. This is actually the petition that was filed in the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania. OK, so when we scroll down here at the bottom, well, I guess not at the bottom, at the beginning, you got to scroll past the whole table of contents. You get mm -hmm. an idea of what this is about. And you see what the law says. And you see what the law says. So the Pennsylvania Supreme Court majority acknowledged that there is no ambiguity regarding the deadline set by the General Assembly to be counted. Absentee and mail-in ballots must be received in the office of the County Board of Elections no later than 8 o'clock p.m. on the day of the primary election. Or election. Oh, primary or election. Nonetheless, on a four to three vote, the majority order ordered a three day extension of that deadline for the imminent general election and even imposed a remedy that creates a, a serious likelihood that election officials will count ballots that are cast or mailed after election day. OK, so this is not, in fact, about. So this is actually receive those received after the deadline. So this would like right. in Florida, it would be because I think in Florida, it's it's got to be postmarked by mm -hmm. that time. So this would be the law says that. But even if it's not postmarked by that time, you can still receive them up to three days. So, so well, this the, is, the, in fact, the court changing the law. Well, let's just be clear. If they are postmarked after the day, they will not be counted. So if they are postmarked after the day, they will not be counted. When they will be counted is when the postmark is absent or in uh, without intelligible postmark. Mm -hmm. So if the postmark is smeared and it can't be read, then absent some kind of presumption of, of fact, they will be counted. If there is no postmark at all, then they will be counted in the in the original without a postmark with a smeared postmark. They would not be counted. But they still have to be received at a certain time. OK, hmm. so what they did was they asked the court to stay this and hear the evidence Mm. And why this is bad. And what's interesting is, JC, whenever I see something like this, where we have a court just simply issuing no opinion at all, and then you have the list of, you have Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh that would grant the application. My first thought is, why? Why these people? Why did they choose to do this, right? So I... You, if you're a longtime listener, longtime watcher, follower, you know that I always go to the dissent first and ask why. 
because that's the counter argument. The counter argument for me, regardless left or right, however you classify it, is always very powerful. You gotta know the counter argument. Okay. And here's here's the key to understanding the counter argument because in reality, JC, these things are supposed to be handled at the state level. They're not really a Supreme Court issue. But what we have here is precedent, right? Earlier this year, they point out this court, the Supreme Court stayed judgment that extended Wisconsin's deadline for absentee ballots because a judicial order, quote, extending the date by which ballots may be cast by voters until after the scheduled election day fundamentally alters the nature of the election. A similar modest stay of Pennsylvania Supreme Court's non-postmark ballots presumption is warranted here to protect upcoming general elections from the taint of counting votes that were illegally cast or mailed beyond the deadline imposed by both the Pennsylvania General Assembly and federal law. And so then they go into why the Supreme Court's review and reversal are warranted. And so the bottom line here is this, JC. The liberals said that non-postmark ballots and ballots that cannot with postmarks that cannot be read can be counted up to 3 days post election. Which means as the other side argues that just because that that somebody could actually vote after the election and because the postmark is not there their vote would still be counted even though they voted after the election that's crazy yeah so crispy says uh the sleeve in our county here in florida says it has to be in the office by 7 p.m on election day mm -hmm. right so there's 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 a yeah, I, I I don't I don't understand I don't understand the I mean this is basically the court changing election law, right? Basically, so the, that's the, right. The, the judiciary is essentially issuing legislation, right? Thank you, selling the farm for your super chat today. We certainly and always appreciate all of your support. Well, let's look at that, JC, because that's actually the argument that was made in the Wisconsin deadline opinion. So they said that uh, earlier this year, the court has stayed a judgment extending deadline for absentee ballots because a judicial order, a judicial order extending the date by which ballots may cast be cast by voters until after the scheduled election day fundamentally orders the uh, alters the nature of the election. So it seems to me that there's a pretty strong separation of powers issue here. Uh, not only that, you have even greater confusion than the former hanging Chad thing, right? Remember the infamous uh, Bush uh gore yeah. hanging chad in florida which was another attempt to alter election rules through right. through uh judicial action right which, so now which our uh secretary of state at the time put the kibosh on and said no right exactly and 
this this time the Supreme Court has actually said we will not stay this. Now, this doesn't remember this. This is not actually something that overturns this Republican uh, versus whatever uh, case. This says we're not going to stop the process before the conclusion of the trial. Right. So what we're saying, what the court is saying is, no, you've going to have to go through the court process in order to get I thought to the lower a court order. already rendered their decision. This is just a stay of the decision right, pending right. appeal. Gotcha. Stay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is just a stay of so the opinion pending the appeal. So they have to appeal to that. follow. There's an would, appeal to follow, which would be a bigger mess because then. Right. You're talking about. Right. More than likely something continuing beyond the election then how do you if if so how if, do they, you undo, if they were to say no we can't do that right how do you undo votes yeah yeah like well, you're not keeping track of which which votes were those they're not going to be marking those mm -hmm. in the typical case so you don't right. even know which which those were how would you be able to go back and all right these votes don't count and and imagine if you did that because now now the votes are already counted. Right. So you're talking about having to issue an order to remove votes. That would be a massive uproar. Well, what needs to happen, here's what needs to happen now in this case. And I'll put the and style exactly of the right. case back Bob. up there. Uh, what needs to happen now is that the Republican Party of Pennsylvania needs to file a writ of certiari and, uh, for expedited review. Mm-hmm. And it would get expedited review because of the time concerns that we have here. The very, the very, very thing that you're talking about would expedite the the uh, petition for certiorari. Now, mm -hmm. with a four-four court, we've almost got a we've all almost seen the hand of the court here on whether they would even grant certiorari. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's very. It's very likely at this point, absent the appointment of uh, Barrett, that you would still, on an application for certiorari, you would still get a 4-4 split, which would mean that the certiorari would be denied, right? So this is why they're using this to push or to delay the, politically speaking, regardless of what side they're on i think the point to push is, barrett or to to hold off on that the point is chaos because because oh, yeah. remember they want to they want to you know basically upend the voting process they want to upend electoral college and all of that so this is just another piece of the puzzle of hey look look at what a mess it is when they're in fact right. the ones creating the mess right you know so it's not it's not the law per se that's the problem because the law is there. Everybody can read it. Everybody knows what it is. You follow it or don't, right? So they're they're not following it and then entering into the judicial realm to get people to go along with them to not follow it. And then you have, you know, the cry from the other side, obviously, uh, when you're trying to change the rules midstream. Remember, that was the big phrase uh, back during the Gore-Bush thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're trying to change, change the rules midstream. So here we are again, same techniques. And I think I think all of it is ultimately geared to in, inject chaos into the system to bolster, you know, their sort of 
smokescreen fuzzy argument to throw out the constitutional system. Here is the the false premise, though, JC, that that no, that I think is the is the the elephant in the room that nobody's talking about. The whole premise for that they, they say they need more time to cast to, to count the ballots is because of COVID, because we have all these mail-in ballots. But the the argument being made is not we won't have enough time to count. The argument being made is the postmark. So the argument being made is what if there's no postmark? What if it's a smudged postmark? We should still count them up to three days after receipt. But if there's no but that postmark. Is not, right, but that doesn't have anything to do with COVID. That has nothing to do with we don't have time to count all the ballots that we have. We would have. Now, let me be clear about this. It's to do with fraud. We, well, he, we don't even have to do that because in reality, every other election before today has had smudged postmarks has had no postmarks and the rule has been if they're smudged if they're absent we don't count them correct so you can't use covid as they are in the in the court of public opinion right because everybody thinks that oh the counting of the ballots thing in the mail is is so we can have more time because they've got more ballots because more people aren't showing up because they're covid scared only that's not even the argument that's being made you have a situation that is the same as every other situation every other election year and they're changing it not because of what people think but because of fraud fraud no it's all there so is it's a because, false premise because if you have a postmark right you get the postmark then that that's a a, a mark of authentication in a sense that went to this post post office it came actual from a person mm -hmm. uh through through this system if there's like they're saying, oh, it doesn't have a half to postmark, then I can sit in my basement and stuff 300 balance and just walk in with a box. And you're like, where did these come from? Well, they came through the mail. Right. How because they have that? no postmark right. on them at That's all. Crazy. They, they could not. They may not have even gone through the postal system yeah, could, at all. You could do it in the office down the hall at the polling station or next door. Right. Mm -hmm. The Democrat headquarters or whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. So this is just it's another opportunity for fraud. Well, but but you have to see, JC, that is the only premise for it. There is absolutely no other reason for this assertion than to count ineligible ballots. There is no other argument. What other argument is there? It can't be COVID because the argument that they make before the court, why we have to count these ballots, is based on a situation that has happened every single election year in which those ballots have never been counted. Thank you, sir. I'm glad because I got to thinking after he said this because I was drawing on my military days mm -hmm. memory when I said that. And that must be. That's that's why right there. So Florida statute ballots postmark on Election Day can be counted after Election Day only if you're overseas voter. Everyone else, then the limit is right. Even in the mail, it's got to arrive at that office, because I think right. the, if I'm not mistaken, secretary of state's office or whatever, you know, marks that. Right. Somehow. Well, the IRS works the same way. I mean, the postmark for them is is what's thing. Right. And and I really, to be honest with you. 
uh, given the fact that you're mailing in the ballot. I mean, look at all the problems that we had with our service members votes not counting because they were not received or they were lost or well, or they were lost in the mail. They came late. Mm. I seriously I mean, you've got until the third, the sixth of January to issue it. If we're talking about votes being counted, if there is a legible postmark on the day that of the election, right? If it's mailed before or on election day, I don't have any problem with them being counted because that's not the fault of the person who put them in the mailbox. That's the fault of the postal service. And how else would you have the postal service then manipulating the election by simply losing these these ballots until, oops, it's too late to count them? I mean, we know that's what they've been doing with our service members. Not so much anymore now that the service members are not all typically conservative. But you know that's why we why that was happening to our service members in the Bush-Gore election. Do you remember how late those were? I mean, how many? I, I mean, when we talked about the ballot thing not too long ago, I actually put up the statistics of how many of our mail-in ballots from our service members never get uh, received until like weeks, months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why this whole mail-in ballot thing is just completely out of control. Yeah, I think blockchain voting that you can correlate with your record and everybody can see, you know, or, or it can be verified. You can check this mm-hmm. um, and that a vote has to match mm-hmm. with someone uh, on, on the ledger. Mm-hmm. That's it. Done deal. Um, you know, no, no more fraud. Right. End of story. So, and I, which tells me that will probably never happen because that then would be a fraud proof voting mechanism, which right. I really don't think, I, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe it's a little much, but I really don't think either side wants. I mean, I think at the moment the Republicans don't want fraud, but on the other hand, uh, it's just like a lot of other issues that we hear with so many Republicans. They actually don't want the issue solved because then they can't fundraise based on that right. problem. Derek asks this question, why does voting have to be anonymous? Well, it has to be anonymous so that there isn't retaliation afterwards. I, it, it's anonymous to an extent. But right. I'm pretty sure you can go and see a voting record for what who people voted for. So I don't, I don't think it is. No, you can see who you, you can see that they voted. Okay. You can't see who they voted for. That's anonymous. Right. You okay? You can see, but you. What is the? Maybe I'm thinking contributions. Like you can see who people. Right. You can see to. who people contribute to, but the voting process itself is anonymous. You can gotcha. see whether they've cast a ballot or not, but you cannot see who they casted the ballot for, I and see. that's simply to protect. Because throughout history, you know, the guy you voted against wins. Next thing you know, there's retaliation against sure. you politically, professionally, socially, mm-hmm. privately, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. I mean, think about that. I mean, I don't to go back in history. You got William the first who starts ousting everybody in the kingdom that opposed him in the Battle of Hastings. Right. So that's why these kind of protections 
are in place well, yeah, because I mean, remember we came from the kingdom mentality sure. so well goodness look around you already got you have targeting just because of you know just your sign mm -hmm. or your clothes or something that that shows your uh whatever whoever you support what's interesting was uh when i did the course for leadership institute on the history of women voting in america uh, I actually learned some things while I was studying, while I was preparing for that class. And in the er, in the uh, er, mid to late 18th century, voting was like Fourth of July celebration things. Everybody came to the polling place. There was food and festivities and and everybody voted. You know, you stood you stood around and and talked of, to each other about your votes. <laughs> Campaigning took place. On the grounds, people would get into heated <laughs> debates over who they would vote for, and then they would go and cast their ballot. You know, I mean, it wasn't a whole, you know, we got to go in this little thing and do what it was. It was a very public social function. Well, it's going to be interesting. And uh, the latest stuff coming out, uh, you know, add, adds another piece to the drama. The, um, in most of these, so-called battleground states um the difference is actually actually tighter than what it was during trump clinton mm -hmm. election so mm -hmm. in other words biden right remember all the polls had hillary leading uh in these states were leading trump uh biden in those states where they have him leading is actually leading by less than Hillary Clinton at this time. Okay. So Hillary Clinton was leading by more. Right. And lost. Right. So Biden is leading by less. What does that mean this time? Mm -hmm. You you would imagine that that means he's going to lose. Right. So that if we get to that place. Okay. And, and that's the reality. And he wins. There's going to be a lot of questions, right? Mm -hmm. People are going to be saying, okay, what was different? Right. If, if Hillary couldn't win with even larger leads, how did Biden win this time? That's, that's going to be the question. If that Well, happens. but we all know that they're in this habit of creating a narrative all the time to, to justify their future actions. Right. So the whole purpose of creating a narrative today is to lay the foundation of what we want to do tomorrow or what we what we know we will do tomorrow. Yes. Right. So we it's it's very interesting. And I, and I was thinking about this the other day. The media is in the business of creating evidence for their own trial. Mm -hmm. Right. So we are going to judge in the court of public opinion. So the media starts working months out to place the circumstantial evidence in yeah. the mind and in the view of the people so that they can look back and and the evidence points to the conclusion that they know they're going to draw so they can look back and see we're drawing this conclusion mm -hmm. because of a b and c and d but in reality it's the it's the tail wagging the dog yeah and the the whole narrative of trump refusing to mm -hmm. um peaceful transition that's going to overshadow right right or they're going to try to make it overshadow that that difference yeah like, well, wait a minute in an in an even uh 
an even smaller lead and he won. The next thing that uh, and, the and they're going to be saying, well, the polls are more accurate this year. And who, who actually believes that? So the next case that we're going to be handling here on this ballot issue comes out of South Carolina. And in this is not getting a lot of play because the court actually is upholding a restriction on the ballots. So you don't get a lot of media play with this one. So I actually went to my go-to SCOTUS blog mm -hmm. to cover the case. And so uh, SCOTUS blog explains that this, whether the Supreme Court should stay pending appeal in order by the U.S. District Court for the District of South Carolina in joining South Carolina's enforcement of a requirement that mail-in ballots for the 2020 election be verified by a signature in the presence of another individual or witness in light of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, remember, all of this is under the premise of the coronavirus pandemic. But let us let us also remember that everything that is being challenged is exactly the same things that have always happened every single election where there has been no coronavirus. Hmm. So what we have here in this case is another short order from the Supreme Court in uh, Andino v. Middleton. And what the Supreme Court is telling us this time is that the application for stay presented to the chief justice and by him referred to the court is granted in part. And the district court September 18, 2020 order granting a preliminary injunction is stayed pending disposition of the appeal of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit. So what is happening here? Should, uh, let's see, in the event the petition for, nope, that's the wrong one. The order is stayed except to the extent that any ballots cast before the stay issues and received within two days of this order may not be rejected for failing to comply with the witness requirement. So basically what has happened is the court is saying you must follow the witness requirement unless you have a ballot that's been submitted uh, before we issue and two days after the day of and the day after we've issued this order. So unverified ballots will be counted until um, will be counted until we're counted until October 6th. Okay. So any ballot that came in in South Carolina before September 6th does October not have, 6th? I'm sorry, October 6th, before October 6th does not have, does not have to have the proper signatory verification. But every ballot after October 6th <laughs> wow. must have the proper verification of signature. It because COVID makes it impossible for we, for us to properly verify our signatures. Wouldn't that be technically disenfranchisement if you don't have uniform ballot casting laws? So, like, you get to operate under one set of rules, I get to operate under another set of rules. Wasn't that the essence of the Jim Crow laws that they were arguing against? I mean, Well, let's just say that... Um, here we have, once again, Alito, Thomas, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh would have granted, oh, well, let's see, Thomas, Alito, and Gorsuch would grant the opposite, the application in full, and Kavanaugh concurred in the grant of the application for stay. 
So here, here's this just dawned on me. We should we should use the term ballot casting mm-hmm. and not the term voting when we're talking about a presidential election. I just that just dawned on me because the actual vote comes from the electoral mm-hmm. college occurs and occurs much later. Yes. So when yes. we're talking about these various dates, mm-hmm. remember in the Constitution, mm-hmm. all of the the prescribing dates and this and that has mm-hmm. to do with electoral college. Right. It exactly. has nothing to do with ballot casting Absolutely. by individuals in their states. Right. So the ballots must be cast uh, by Tuesday in no- the first Tuesday of November. Right. Now, the courts have said in Pennsylvania that they can be counted three days after if the postmark is on honor before that day. So they're not moving the date of casting. They're not moving the date of date of casting. They're moving the date of counting. Although functionally, they could be because since you're overlooked, since you're basically doing away with any sense of a verification right, of when they exactly. were actually cast. Because if they're cast and they do not have a postmark, you don't know they were cast. Or they do not have or their postmark is somehow uh in uh unlegible then you don't know they were cast before but you the still constitutional have to count date. them correct but in south carolina you can not you don't have to have a signature a witness a proper verification of your signature to cast if you cast before october 6 which in that case they're cast by the constitutionally prescribed date but you don't know if the actual person person signed them. Yeah, right. You don't know that that person cast. Them. You don't know if that if anybody the assigned cast person cast them. Right. It could be signed by anybody. Wonderful, and we are getting wonderful. reports. I feel like I'm living in Venezuela. We are getting reports of of people who have been seizing these mail in ballots from nursing homes and just filling them out in mass. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, without the have, proper verification. Yeah, this thing allegedly in, in Delaware, where video shows mail-in ballots allegedly being filled by the counters mm-hmm. in Delaware. Right. If, if that's true, I mean, there, there's another piece of the lunacy. Yep. Chaos. It, it's pure chaos. Well, that's what they're looking for, is chaos. Because chaos breeds distrust distrust breeds more chaos and remember what is the psyops the cia motive uh how do you take down a country you take down a country not by overthrowing the government by creating a destabilization chaos brings destabilization and that's the bottom line for all of that it's it's turned the rule of law into swiss cheese you have so Mm -hmm. many all of these decisions and opinions you have just there's there's different stuff all over the place and i understand there's no we don't have like like uniform laws down to the minutiae level in the state that's up Mm -hmm. the state but i think like what we were talking about you have the you know the date set in the constitution and you have different things that are in the constitution as far as what the state Mm -hmm. should do and what what uh requirements they have to meet yet you have all of these varying decisions that really alter it depending on where you're at right well remember guys hit that thumbs up and share 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 when you share you help us override the ai censorship by the way um 
YouTube has censored every single video for the last six days for us. I'm not sure what we did to tip them over the edge, but they have decided that every single video, regardless of the topic, has been subject to censoring here. So when you share, please, please share. Share once, share twice, share often. And make sure that you hit the thumbs up and encourage other people to watch. So what do you have to go you have to go in and do something and argue your case. To... No, there's no arguing. I don't get to argue anymore. We're done arguing. They so don't. They keeps, don't even. Get, they just. You get a label on it. Or yeah, something we get a label throttled. on it. It's throttled. They won't share it. It doesn't hit people's feeds. People. That's why sometimes people don't get the notifications, and that sort of thing. So we're right off the running go, uh, just flat out. It's like seven. right. You're right on the edge of being deplatformed. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You're just the about edge to be shoved of off being the cliff. Deplatformed. I set up a Periscope count today, but I couldn't figure out how to do this live on Periscope. So hopefully JC will how be able do to that do that. Without a Twitter account. I have a Periscope. I don't know. So maybe that's why I couldn't figure out how to do it live because I didn't have my I'm Twitter banned. But I actually set up a Periscope account. They said I have one. Um, so not only that, I'm going to also look at, uh, rumble and bit shoot to see if we can start streaming live on those two, just in case we are, uh, you know, banned this way, but thank you guys for joining us today. Mac is starting to sign off his alarm and it is time for us to go. Thank you so much for joining us today and we will see you same bat channel, same bat time tomorrow. God bless. Oops. Oh,